I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hello guys, and welcome to another extremely special and awesome, great episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and I have with me host Jason Rigdon. Hello. Jason, what have you been working on lately? Um, a new landing page for the Geek Show, and I did that map. Yeah. Geek map. Jason's made a really cool geek map. It went live, and within like three days, we're, we we hit at least over 7,000 people, right? Oh, we got uh, 14,000 hits over the weekend. The weekend's not over yet. Jeez. Woo-hoo! Amazing, amazing. Good job with that. I've heard, I mean, so many people have retweeted it. It's been um, a really useful tool, and I think a long time coming for the Seattle area. Definitely seems like a lot of people have wanted something like that. So, yay, Jason. Yay. And then the info landing page has come up pretty good, and uh, that's already linked on the site, so everything's right there. SuperAwesomeGeekShow.com. And we also have our other host, Rob Clifford, with us. Incredible artist and sculptor. Now hey, you ju- guys. You have just done a new Joker sculpture, haven't you, to go along with your Batman and Groot? Well, yeah, and actually uh, the uh, the Batman is... Uh... I just cast uh, the first couple uh, out of my new mold here. Well, this weekend, actually. So, yeah, the, the Joker and a new Batman to go along with them are going to be debuting at uh, Jet City Comic Show uh, Halloween weekend in Tacoma. Awesome, awesome. Yep, we're going to be going down there, too. We got tickets to visit the event, and Rob will have his own table there at the Jet City Show. That's right. Come and visit me. Yeah. Uh, God forbid I actually... Uh, it is on their website which table I'm going to be at. So if you want to check out uh, the the map of the show floor, uh, go to jetcitycomicshow.com, click on like exhibitor uh, exhibitors or artist alley, and it'll tell you like all the different artists that are coming. Yep, and show you right where Rob is. Yeah, uh, and I'm at AA037. Okay, cool. <laughs> and we have Lee. Hello. How's it going, guys? Good, good, good. Lee, welcome back to the show. It's been a little while. Good to be back. Good to be back. What's been going on on your life lately? Uh, we have been uh, in the day job. Uh, we have recently extended our run at Taproot Theater of Dracula, uh, which may be of interest to our folks. Uh, we're going through October 31st. It seems like you sh- if you're if you're doing a production of Dracula, you should go through o- October 31st. Yeah. So yes. here we go. And uh, tickets are still on sale. We've still got a few at taproottheater.org or 206-781-9707. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Dracula is like the pinnacle of Halloween uh, creature monster characters, right? It's it's such a great show. My wife and I are going again. Uh, so, and they don't pay me for that. I just go. <laughs> so you work there and go to the show. Exactly. That's yeah. how you know it's yeah. good. It's, it's like the hair club for men, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm also a client. That's right. 
Uh, oh boy. <laughs> and then, so here we go. We have a very cool guest for all you guys. Uh, returning guest. Um, one of the few. I think he might be the second or third returning guest we've ever had. Okay. So welcome. This is amazing, and uh, it's good to have you back on. Hey, it's Michael good to G. Munns. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm I'm glad to be back. And it's a lot more crowded this time around. <laughs> a little bit, right? That's how you know you did well the first time. No, I... <laughs> if we're all elbowing our way to get in the next time you come on. It's like, well, we, we got to be on there. Yeah. So, Michael, the last time we talked, we talked about your book, Zeus is Dead. How, how has that been received? Uh, it's been doing it's doing great, actually. I've been uh, overjoyed with how it's been received. It's it's doing well on, on Amazon, and it recently... Um, actually won a few awards or, or, or well it won one award i suppose it got close to winning two others because there was a there was a semi-finalist in the 2015 kindle book awards and a finalist for fantasy in the independent author network awards but it also most recently won a bronze medal for fantasy in the uh reader's favorite book awards so it's cool I, yeah, I even got an actual bronze medal. It's I, I wear it around wow. uh, during the day and uh, show everyone. It's they they won't let me back in some of the stores, but it's okay. Hey, congratulations! <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I'm completely overjoyed to have uh, have it recognized that much. I mean, people actually seem to like it. So hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Michael is a local Seattle author, and uh, where exactly do you live again? What city? Town? Seattle. Well, I mean, like you're actually in. Are you actually in Seattle proper? I am in Seattle proper. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very near Green Lake. If you would like to try and stalk me, but. <laughs> I, I am right outside his window. I can confirm he's very. That's near impressive. Green Lake. I'm. I live on the fourth floor. That's kind of creepy. How are you? Yeah, yeah we'll talk about powers. Oh. He, is, he is dealing with a Dracula production after That's all. That's a good I mean... point. Yes. <laughs> Remember Salem's Lot, that little kid floating out the window? <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Where's Corey Feldman when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, why don't you tell us, do you, are you currently writing anything else right now? I am, yes. That, actually, that you want to like speak up about, yeah. Certainly, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Zeus's Dead was the third book that I wrote, and actually before that I wrote two uh, sci-fi cyberpunk novels that uh, also came out, and the, the, it's... Those are good. Book one is A Shadow in the Flames, and book two is A Memory in the Black. And I'm working on the third and final installment of that, uh, which is tentatively currently called A Dragon at the Gate, and that'll wrap up the whole series, which is making it take a little longer to write than I had anticipated, because you, I mean, it's, I, this is the first time I've ever wrapped up a series before, and there's so much, so many various threads I want to tie up, and ideas I had that I'm realizing I'm just not able to do in the same way, because you plan ahead, but then... Yeah write everything and then you get down the line thinking okay a this character wouldn't do that or b this idea that i thought was great like a year ago turns out to be actually really stupid <laughs> um, so you you know i okay, have to try and fix that um so, but i'm working on that i originally was hoping to have it out by the end of uh, um 2015 through my uh, publisher booktrope which is a local seattle independent publisher yeah uh, but it's gonna look like it's gonna be more like early 2016 at this point by the time I get it finished and we edit it and everything and, and all that. Plus I'm also tentatively working on uh, the sequel, the sequel to Zeus is dead. I almost called it a sequel, but that's not quite that. <laughs> um, which I, I'm not sure exactly if this is going to be the title, but I think I'm 
currently the theme is going for Zeus is undead, and it may or may not have something to do with zombies. Okay. But I'm not sure. <laughs> but mostly I'm just sort of trying to brainstorm and get that one going. You're while still I feeling it out, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have – I haven't written the thing yet, but I'm just trying to get ideas and find the actual story in there. Yeah. Um, also, basically just because writing the third sci-fi book is hard and I <laughs> – Yeah, <laughs> I you should concentrate on that. Distract myself. Yeah. yeah. So um, the first two in that in that trilogy, have they? How have they been received? Uh, they they've been doing okay. No, no awards on those. Uh, although I didn't actually enter them in, in many okay. at this point. Uh, they uh, when I, I first actually self published them, um, the first one that came out in mid 2013, and the second one a little after because I had had it sort of in the drawer and got it edited and everything. And then when I got picked up by Booktrope for Zeus is Dead, they also looked at those books and said, hey, let's publish those also. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I, during the time that I was self-publishing, I got a lot of copies out there, and I think there's, I want to say about 20,000 downloads of The Shadow in the Flames, and I, I don't show the numbers on Remembering in the Black, but they yeah. they seem to do, and they're rated about four four point five on Amazon with a number about seventy five cool. and forty five reviews. So the people people seem to like them and they I get emails from people saying, Hey, when are you gonna finish the third one? So <laughs> they're starting yeah. to bug you just as much as they bug yeah. J.R. Martin, right? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But, <laughs> uh, but that's the dream, yes. Uh, well, hey, it's um, a good start, that's for sure. People, but I'm, I'm I am I am killing a lot more people in the third book, so maybe that's just how that works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And I understand you've also started up a, a website. Like, does it, you know, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's just basically my uh, my own personal website for my both my uh, books and for my my own geeky blog. Um, it's just michaelgmuns.com, and I my blog there is just called Geek Notes, and it's not nearly as uh, fantastic as 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 the super awesome Geek Show because I've I'm you know, I have to balance time between working on the books and and actually writing the blog uh right now mostly of what i'm doing is i've never read the percy jackson series uh-huh and people always were asking me about that when i was putting out zeus is dead and i i figured hey i should actually read this sometime so i'm actually doing a, a let's read as i you know go through and blogging each chapter as i go through um that series okay since, since there are you know there's mythology and and yeah. there's similarities there so it's kind of fun to compare notes between myself and rick riordan and see what takes <laughs> we did and and my yeah so I'm I'm in chapter four of the Battle of the Labyrinth, which is also a book. Okay, cool, cool. Do you think that uh, some of the awards and success that you've seen with Zeus is Dead is bringing people to your trilogy that you created, like making them go back and find the other books that you've written? Yeah, yeah, it it, it definitely is. I'm seeing some some numbers increase there, and you, you go onto the Amazon site and you can see it. Uh, you know, the other two books listed on people who bought Zeus is Dead also. Yep. Also those they are different books in the sense that i mean zeus is dead is a, is a fantasy taking place in the modern day you know where the greek gods come back in like 2009 because zeus was assassinated and and because reasons there yeah. and it's actually written it's a comedy basically i, I sort of i took inspiration from douglas adams among others yeah. not that i'm not that i write like douglas adams i don't i'm not you can't you can't mimic <laughs> douglas adams i mean no matter what they, I guess they they wrote a sixth book in the in the Hitchhikers trilogy. And I got halfway through it and just I couldn't. It wasn't the same voice. But yeah. but he's sort of the comedic inspiration. But the the sci-fi books are just basically a lot more serious. 
So it's a different type of book. Yeah. So I'm so that you know there's an audience for one and an audience for the other, and there's some overlap, but it, I mean, not everyone is going for the quite the same thing there. Okay, I see. Cool. And then so where can, so additionally to your own website, there's where else can people follow you? Your Facebook, Twitter, what are, what social media are you on? <laughs> I'm on. I'm very active on Twitter. It's just uh, Twitter.com, and my handle is uh, the Right Muns, with which is, has a stupid pun in it. It's basically T H E W R I T E M U N Z. I'm also on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Michael G Muns, and I just started getting into Instagram because a bunch of other authors I I talked to said, "Hey, get on Instagram. People can get followers that way and get more people to your books." And I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm trying to tweet things that are you know, funny and not tweet. See, see, Paul Joe's active on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to post pictures of, of things that I find funny or, or such like that. But I'm, I'm still, I haven't taken pictures of any food yet, as far as. I'm <laughs> um, but uh, signs I see or, or various things like that. Yeah, I want to get us on Instagram as well. I think that's my mm-hmm. next step. Once this webs, we're, we're we were transitioning to a new server and building a new website, which you know Jason was talking about how he's been adding the map and the info page and various other features to it. And we will be, we'll end up having a geeky calendar that's connected with events in the area and conventions and stuff down the road when we get that set. So, um, you know, we're, once we get all that set and going, I think I'm going to try doing the Instagram myself because I take a lot of pictures of toys and other geeky things and at conventions and everything. And I think that'd be the perfect place to throw those things up. Yeah, definitely. I think lots of people would love that. Yeah. By the way, also another feature on my, on, michaelgmons.com on the blog is I have every couple of weeks I have uh, guest geek features which basically takes the pressure off me I don't have to write anything I just get people to come in and, and do their own writing um, so I've had other like other authors or some like I've had a cosplayer or two and just sci-fi fans in general talking about H.G. Wells and so I by the way if anyone if you I would love to have one or all of you a guest geek if I can put that out publicly here yeah so yeah, I actually have one article in the making. I wrote all the text, and I just mm-hmm. want to add a couple of pictures to it to sort of flesh it out. And I was planning on sending it your way, as well Excellent. as, uh, uh, if you don't mind, as well as a couple other places that I want to try to get it published. Oh, go for so, it, yeah. You know, the more exposure, the better, I always say. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Rob? Oh, I said, sweet. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So, Michael, well, since we're a geek show and you're here, uh, let's do a roundtable on some of the things that you've been geeking out about. What what have you uh, lately been onto? Uh, lately, I've just sort of, I haven't got entirely caught up with the with Fear the Walking Dead yet. I think I'm about four episodes in. Cool. So I've been really focused on on writing this fall, so I haven't had a chance to watch as much as I would have liked. Um, but I'm I'm liking the different take on that is sort of a different flavor than uh, than the you know original show yeah uh, i um, thought so as well yeah and i i like that we're seeing kind of the the, the outbreak originally which, which is more fun um at least for me because i like to see how that that stuff kind of starts off and yeah i really also, liked that I, I i was like and in the, the idea that we already know what's going to happen based on the show of the walking dead 
Right. It's like every time I see them go into a place or something, I'm like, don't open the door! Because <laughs> we, we as the audience know what's in there, you know? And, mm-hmm. But as the characters in the movie, they, I mean, they don't even believe in zombies yet, you right. know? So they don't know what's going on, you know? It, it's so it different that. to watch that all happen because I now have this combination of, because I always had that with The Walking Dead, the, oh my gosh, don't do that. But now I have yeah. the combination of that and just shaking my head, going, <laughs> Yeah, you haven't had that distinct status quo shift yet mm-hmm. it's almost like it takes place in the universe where george romero was never born or or something because like <laughs> that, no one's ever well, heard yeah. of him. that is a rule of the universe uh-huh. uh, i i think i saw an interview somewhere oh. way back yeah. where uh that's the one thing that's different about the walking dead universe is there's no concept of zombies uh-huh. because otherwise it kind of falls apart yeah mm-hmm. And I like how solid people's heads are because they're not turning mushy yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. dead yes. so long. <laughs> Can't kill them with a spatula yet. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> By the time we're in, we're caught up with The Walking Dead. They're, they're kind of compost. <laughs> they're made of um, jello. This, this is painful to watch. Yeah. Literally and figuratively painful. Yeah, the scene with the uh, principal. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> And I can't imagine, I mean, like, what's going through some of these people's heads. You're just like, I know these people, so I don't want to do this to them. And I can understand their feeling of, at first, of being like, I want to I save you. There's got to be some way, like, you just have a disease, or what's wrong with you? You're yeah. sick, right? Like, you know. Of course, we're all watching. It's like, no, just kill him now. You'll save yourself <laughs> so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, just drive out of town so you don't have the moral dilemma anymore. <laughs> See anybody oh. you know, it's so much easier. And for what's going through their heads, well, inevitably we know it's axes, crowbars, bullets, <laughs> uh, <laughs> knives, katanas. The list goes on and on. Rebar. <laughs> now, Jason, you haven't caught up on that yet, have you? No, I kind of fell off with the uh, the Walking Dead. It, it got kind of tiresome. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm actually, in the I, same I cabin. With, yeah, I haven't actually seen the show, the original show, since midway through the last season when they killed off someone else i liked i'm like finally just it's i'm done <laughs> I can't, uh-huh. there needs to be some more hope here and i just uh, yeah yeah I, it was a bit soul crushing i just like just couldn't take it <laughs> i jumped ship on that one i want to say season two yeah yeah i left pretty early on that one <laughs> it was yeah. just logical in, or uh internal inconsistency is is the killer for me oh I see. that's a good point i almost wonder if uh we might be surprised and find out that this is the last season of the walking dead and they kill off a lot of the main characters or have some kind of resolution and then just continue on with the new people who are in fear of the walking dead dude with the ratings, not a chance in hell. <laughs> yeah. But you, if, it's, if it's like one of Mike's books, by the time you get to the end, you just start killing people off. You don't know. You don't know. Well, in the comics, they've been, they've been knocking them off since, you know, issue one. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I imagine that everything's been in pretty much the similar fashion. In the comics, are there any original characters still left around? Uh, God, at this point, I don't know, because I stopped reading that one probably <laughs> in the 60s or so. Then I jumped back in uh, for issue 100, where they introduced... Uh, it's the, that's not the governor. I, I can't remember what the guy... The, uh, oh, Nisa, I know who you're Negan. talking about. Um, <laughs> they introduced Negan, and he bashes Glenn's head to bits with a baseball Uh. bat over the course of four pages, including like splash pages. And like, I think it's page three where it's just a close up of his bashed in head and he's gurgling out Maggie's name. Then he finally mercifully kills him in the next page. And I'm just like, 
you know what? My instincts 40 issues ago were right. <laughs> I'm done. So I, uh, they're, they're in like the one fifties, I think now. And, yeah. and I have not read an issue since issue 100. I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah. See, I've heard that the only ones that are left alive are Rick and his son, but Rick doesn't have a hand or an arm. Like one of them got cut off. Oh, like or something. he lost his hand pretty early on. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of wondering how they were going to do that in the show. And then they never did it in the show. So well, they kind of like, oh, did okay, it with cool. Herschel, you know? No, they uh, did it with his leg, right? Yeah. Uh, enough money to actually have him cut off as a hand, you know? No special <laughs> effects. That is true commitment to your craft right there. Yeah, yeah that's like... Uh, it's a role of a lifetime. It's like, it's like Coulson, Christian Bale would do it. He would. <laughs> Coulson on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he lost his hand. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert, sorry. Oh, did he? Oh, well, that's okay. I'm like three episodes behind, but guess what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, <sighs> Michael, you watch Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I do, yes. And, and yeah, I'm 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 I guess slight spoiler alert as for what happened last time. I'm I'm excited to see them stopping the sort of internal strife that they have had between the various factions of Shield, and it looks like they're at least trying to move on and go against something more external for yeah. the moment. But yeah. I, you know, yeah. who knows how well that'll that'll go. <laughs> Um, I liked it starting at the uh, where they you know finally focused on Hydra after uh, Winter Soldier dropped. And I've been watching it pretty – well, I never gave up watching it, which is one of the few shows where I haven't <laughs> after it flagged because the first chunk of first season was kind of eh. But, yeah, the beginning of this was started out pretty nice. I uh, am uh, looking forward to, to what they pull out of their uh, – you know, out of their pockets this time around. You know, yeah. now that they got, like Quake actively being Quake and, and, and whatnot. I'm looking forward to more in humans being discovered and seeing different powers and other things, and very curious how they're going to end this se- this particular season. Yeah, now, they, did, they they did a good job. I thought the, the whole fish oil idea was a really good. Oh yeah. Storytelling mm-hmm. mechanism for getting all you, know, you that's you know it's out there and you can pretty much do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about so much about how someone got, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got the terrigens, right? Isn't that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, forget. Yeah, yeah, the terrigen mist. Now, Lee and uh, uh, Jason, are you guys watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, I've been able to keep up with it pretty well. Uh, It's interesting uh, to watch the cast change, Uh, and that's actually one of the things I think is a strength of the show, is they seem to really be watching who people respond to and making changes accordingly, Uh, watching uh, Bobby Morse. Uh, Mockingbird take more of a role has been, uh, I think that's been great, and some other just tweaks they've made. Uh, I've heard there will be Dark Force uh, related to this season as well, Uh, so related to where uh, Simmons uh, got lost in another dimension, Uh, but uh, just kind of waiting to see how that pans itself out. And if if I haven't spoiled everything for everyone, I probably (laughs) will. Uh, I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, I actually liked that whole scene with them going to the uh, through the the bubbly rock goo and getting into another dimension or planet, right? I guess it was it traveled to another planet and then getting her back and how traumatic that seemed for her. And she's playing the role of this sort of traumatized scientist very well, I think. And then you can't beat a good uh, fight scene with the cavalry. Uh, <laughs> right. May has been, those have been fantastic Whedon fights. It's been nice to see. 
Now, Jason, you're unfortunately not caught up on this yet, have you? No, no, I've not caught up. No. So we've completely spoiled it for Jason. No, no, if it was a priority, Hardly. I would have, I would have caught up. But it's a fun show to binge watch, so I'm, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't really spoil that much for you, so it's, no, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, if it was a priority, I would have watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know one other thing I want to touch on. Speaking of superheroes, is the uh, Arrow Flash kind of thing? I know, uh, Michael, have you been watching any of the Arrow or the Flash? I have not actually that's one of the areas i'm not so so uh well versed on i think i saw the first episode of arrow a long time ago and i was just checking it out and then life distracted me or other geeky things <laughs> took my attention other elsewhere and the uh, first episode of arrow is kind of like a visual men's health magazine it wasn't really a, a show a it's just a lot of abs for well, us Stephen Amell can do that fish ladder really well, and personally speaking, I really enjoy watching that. But <laughs> like, like, I could just watch a GIF of that probably <laughs> ten or twelve times, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, for for like ten or twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that brings you right through the whole pilot episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 pretty much, right? Yeah, I have to admit, I was, I was. Um... I think I got into the Arrow late, and then when The Flash came out, and I loved The Flash so much, and Michael, I highly recommend getting on board with at least The Flash, but yeah. once I got on with The Flash, I went back and caught up with Arrow, and now that they're crossing over so much, I'm loving both shows, and especially now that he is calling himself the Green Arrow. Spoiler again, yeah. sorry guys. <laughs> well, it's not that much of a spoiler. I mean, that, that, the whole show's been about the progression of him into that role of a superhero. Yeah. And so, you know, he went from being, you know, the vigilante to being the arrow to being, you know, now Green Arrow. And so it, it's actually been a really natural progression of, of the character. So it, it, it's not that, you know, it's, it's not like you're giving anything away. Yeah. <laughs> guys, can we talk about Black Canary? Is this working for anybody yet? You know, I really think that the two actresses should have been switched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, I mean, the original one with the blonde hair was just so much better in the role. But here's the thing, is that she was she was well-trained. She was trained by the League of Assassins. Katie Cassidy is kind of coming into her own at this point. Well, you know, uh, the actress who plays, uh, you know, Black Canary. Uh, she, she, she's really kind of... Uh, playing that role of the fledgling vigilante learning how to do stuff. So she is getting her ass kicked right now, but she also is, she's been in the role for like what, six months at this point as of the uh, beginning of the new season, I want to say. Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. But I still just like the other girl better. Well, she'll she's be- <laughs> she's going to be in her uh, yeah. another season in another show they're yeah. do, uh, on the spinoff that they're doing the legends of tomorrow. She's gonna be, are they actually calling her the White Canary? Yeah, yeah. Which, and they, that's kind of sad. Well, we're not <laughs> sure how you know she's she's coming back from the dead. I'm assuming it's something to do with the uh, you know holy powers or something yeah. being invoked no. to bring yeah, her I back. That that's how they're gonna bring Constantine into it. Oh yeah. We have mm. we have seen if you've caught up to the latest uh, episode of Arrow, we've seen the beginning of how I think we get her back, and it's pretty cool. Oh, dude, I, I'm really digging. Uh, Arrow is just fun. It, it's so cool. It, it's it, melodramatic, but it's fun. 
It is fun. It's so overcrowded, uh, but they seem to be having fun with it instead of instead of tr- trying to pretend it's not there. And mm-hmm. I will I'll be on board for almost anything if it shows that hint of self awareness uh, where it cannot take itself too seriously and oh, go ahead no. and admit where it's being ridiculous. And it feels like Arrow has more and more been able to do that. Uh, even in the crossovers, there was uh, there was a throwaway line uh, from from Cisco in Flash who talked <laughs> about hating code names that used colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I like the self awareness there, and they have been pretty good about that since day. Uh, since day one about kind of throwing in a little thing about how goofy, you know, the situation that they find themselves is, you know, um, but then flash is just going all out. Just fun. Yeah. I mean, flash has everything in it. I mean, it's got gorilla grod. It's got the general, it's got all kinds of rogues gallery guys, you know, what captain Mm -hmm. cold, the, I mean, I was, I was just, I'm just boomerang. It has. Oh uh, yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. Heat everybody wave, yeah you know yeah. Uh, they're doing a phenomenal job of really bringing that you know flash universe to life and now with jay garrick Ugh. oh my god seeing them kind of recreate that that old cover uh, uh where it shows uh you know the golden age flash and the silver age flash running on other on opposite sides of a wall toward a single like victim yeah it's like they recreate that so beautifully in there. It just it blew my mind. Seeing, it's, seeing... it's gorgeous. It uh, is. I posted it to Facebook because I've been trying to alienate all of my Facebook friends. Uh, by my <laughs> wife and I are uh, are expecting twin boys, and so I've been posting uh, different dyads of names, many of them geeky, every day for over a month. So I think I have two friends left on Facebook, and one is my wife. But <laughs> but yesterday was was Barry and Jay, and I used that photo because uh, because it's gorgeous. Oh, it's uh, beautiful. And then today I had to go with Alan and Hal uh, with an old uh, with an old cover of a DC Digest that I read back and forth until I was blue as a guardian. Uh, See, I, I think nice. you're getting better with the names that actually work. I mean, it's better than naming your kids um, uh, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy. Oh, come on. That'll totally work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Jason, how are you liking The Flash lately? What are you thinking about it? Oh, I think it's great, yeah. I'm, uh, there's some things I'm having some issues with, but I'm holding off any judgment. So, <laughs> Same thing with uh, Arrow. There's a few things where I'm like, I feel like they kind of rushed it. A couple things, they kind of glazed over it, but I'm going to trust them. They've been good to me so far. Cool, cool. Well, hey, guys, we'll get more into the DC universe in a, in a later episode, one upcoming up. I know there's a couple guys that want to really talk DC TV and movies. I want to get back in with Michael and get him into the mix. So uh, the next thing I want to bring up, Michael, have you seen, I know this was a huge weekend. We're recording this on Sunday, October 18th. And today was a huge day for Star Wars. Did you catch any of the news and events that were going on? I saw the poster, and I saw a version of the poster where someone had photoshopped Jar Jar over everyone's head. (laughs) It was actually really skillfully done, so it was both beautiful and horrifying at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, I tweeted that earlier, and I think it's like, oh, God, no. (laughs) um, And I I did see the the three actually on your site, uh, the three... Uh, teasers for the trailer. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> that are there are teasers for a trailer that's coming. 
Not teasers for the movie, teasers for the trailer, which I don't think I've ever heard of. I mean, do you guys know of any other instance? So friggin' down the rabbit hole they can go. (laughs) It's like, dude, the trailer comes out tomorrow. Can't you wait till tomorrow? And you get three whole minutes. Woo! (laughs) No, I can't wait. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. I just don't care that much. (laughs) I feel like trailers now kind of ruin the movie so much. So I've really yeah. tried, oh, no kidding. not watched well, any trailers. I find it really enjoyable to just go into the movies without knowing anything about it. I mean, knowing the basics, right? But not watching the trailers because they just ruin it. Well, it's insane yeah, that man. the production companies decide to friggin' just do a sequential run, shorten it up into like 90 seconds, and give <laughs> you the entire synopsis of the film. Come on. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like I'm really excited because I oh, I started out like oh they're making another Star Wars movie okay well I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that and then slowly they've been whittled you know chipping away at my resolve and now I'm I'm anxious to see it and but I don't want I want to go I really want to go into it fresh yeah but on the other hand I've watched both all the trailers I've tried, <laughs> I I don't I'm probably gonna I, well I won't say probably I'm definitely gonna see the new trailer tomorrow but I'm really trying very hard not to read anything. About yeah. what's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, I actually admire you, Jason, a little bit because, um, I mean, you're going to be the one of the few people I know that's going to go into this movie almost totally blind. It's good. Yeah, ev- everything in it is going to be a shock and thrill to you. Yes, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and I, I, I actually admire that. I think that's kind you're gonna of going to go in there with earplugs in. <laughs> I, mean, I was about to say you go in there and like like five minutes before the movie starts the guy behind you who's yeah. kept out all the spoilers all these i need a helper with like a blindfold and everything <laughs> i'll guide you in sit you yeah, down yeah. Yeah, yeah john jason's gonna unfollow you on social media yeah, right? just, even, even the even the figures and toys provide some spoilers where it's like yeah i yeah. wonder what that is i used to i remember when uh the prequels the uh, which aren't really Star Wars movies, they're just the prequels, uh, came out and I tried to keep myself in the dark and then uh, had a miserable experience for a number of reasons. Uh, but then I realized, oh, when I was a kid, I was exactly the opposite. I found out everything. And that mm-hmm. was that was key to my having an awesome experience is I knew all these stories for characters who just barely appeared on the screen and thought I remembered things in the movies that never actually made it into the theatrical cut. <laughs> so uh, so I I used to try Jason's way and I think it's fantastic. But uh, but I'm like, oh, I think I'm wired the opposite way. And <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to guzzle this stuff like a big gulp until it comes out. <laughs> See, that's how I am, Lee. I mean, I. I I can't get enough, you know, it's like I have to watch everything, but it's like, you know, the only thing I'm railing against in this entire thing is just the idea of a teaser for a trailer. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually on board for this movie. It's really broken through every little uh, wall and, you know, and and bit of cynicism that that (laughs) that I've built up over the years. And and they won me with with with. Chewie were home. Holy yeah. crap! I bawled like they a. They want baby. everyone with that. Oh <laughs> my weeping, god! Weeping. Oh man, my the only thing that I'm just like bummed about right now is that they they did release that official poster, which is a cool poster, but it's not a Drew Struzan poster. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I and, really like, expected him because he did uh, well, he did the New York City Comic Con poster, right? Well, he did. He that... did. Uh, he did a, a, a Force Awakens poster. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah. For uh, but it, it got debuted. I want to think in August. Which yeah. Oh, was that probably... was that was that San Diego Comic Con then? 
No, that would have San Diego's July. Okay, because I thought it was at um, New York, but I don't I don't remember then. It might have been one of like the early teaser posters, even you know directly for 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 uh, Disney Lucas. That's I, right. I don't it could have know. been the Disney um, um, event. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, D twenty three. That's yeah. where it dropped. So so I was figuring Drew Struzan poster for the official, of course, because because he's amazing and, and he's done a lot of the other you? ones. He's done pretty much like all the other ones. Yeah, and Indiana um, Jones, Back to the Future, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He is the most iconic, the most well known poster artist pretty much in the world because of his movie posters, and we get you know the photo montage Photoshop poster, and I'm like, really? That just makes me sad. Better. <laughs> it, no kidding. No kidding. If it doesn't, then I am done. The sequels <laughs> almost broke me. I mean, holy crap. Uh, or I the ha- prequels. Sorry, the prequels almost broke me. I, I, I still just wonder what the hell they were thinking for, for, for most of those. If I if I end up hating this movie, I'm going to really wonder what I'm going to do with all these action figures I already bought. <laughs> oh, God, no kidding. You can sell them and make a fortune off of them, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, not if everybody hates the movie. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, well, yeah. Oh, well, if you hate the Well, God, if you hate the movie, then nobody can possibly like well, wait, the movie. Yeah, you well, were like... You, you, you just see it opening night, and then if you like it, great. If you don't like it, immediately go home. eBay. eBay. <laughs> and <Yeah>. sell. Sell. <laughs> uh. Oh my God! No kidding. Divest yourself of that bad <laughs> asset. Yeah, because I've made a lot of YouTube videos opening up those figures, which Jason, <laughs> which Jason has not watched a single one of. You know, he does. He hasn't even watched the YouTube videos of the action figure openings because he doesn't want to know anything about it. Yep. <laughs> Man, you have a will of iron. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, even crap. some of the figures, I really wanted to read the back of it, but I put it back on the peg. Yeah, oh, he's oh, like, oh, <laughs> the castle, sir. I salute you. He's walking oh, through the toy aisle looking for Transformers, and he's trying to hide his eyes from the Star Wars <laughs> that he passes by. Jason, have you actually have you seen the new poster then, or are you avoiding that also? No, I did see the new poster because that was okay. that's been posted everywhere. By the time on well, Twitter, you know, you just see the poster. You can't. Well, then can I can I ask a question of, of all you guys? What do you, if in this, I don't think this will be a spoiler spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen the poster? What do you think the fact that I don't see Luke on there anywhere? He's not on this one. They and other people have brought that up too. You know, um, it it does make for an interesting uh, kind of question, though, doesn't it? You know, I mean, I wonder if maybe those. Uh, bits of him in the trailer talking to, uh, you know, saying, you know, my father was strong in the force and I was strong in the force and you are and so on and so forth. I wonder if those are flashbacks maybe and his role is, you know, of a dead father. It could also be a trick by Disney to make us all freak That's out. That's true. <laughs> Very true because Disney, Disney is, is evil. evil. Yeah. I, I um, would be shocked if he was dead at the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a rumor. There is a rumor that one of them is going to die. Just a rumor. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they're trying to make us look towards Luke. No. But the realistic thing is, knowing you got to know a little bit about the actors that are in the movie. And knowing mm-hmm. the actors, Jason. Sorry, if you want to, if you want to no, go, no, no, yeah. go mute, you can go mute. <laughs> but um, knowing the actors, my suspicion is that Mark Hamill will want to be in all the movies. Hey, and, maybe that's him in the pilot outfit right yeah. up front. That is, that's what I was uh, wondering. Like, my first thought was Luke's not in the poster, and then my second thought was, is Luke in the poster? And is there a problem if he is? Because we've got a lot of helmeted folks. 
That's true. Yeah. Isn't he a little sharp for a stormtrooper? <laughs> but also knowing the actors, my theory is, you know, knowing the actors and their position on things, my theory is that if the rumor of one dying is true, it's going to mm. be Han Solo. Because I know Harrison Ford has said a number of times that he doesn't really want to continue playing this role or any of his previous roles like Indiana Jones and other things. He's, he feels like now that he's older, not that he doesn't like the characters and not that he, you know, isn't willing to do his part. He just doesn't want to carry on anymore. So get off my lawn. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I would expect them to take that and go perfect. Then that means we can kill off one of these main characters in a heroic, glorious way. But Luke has to stay through all three movies. I mean, come on. He's, I don't know. They might Obi-Wan him. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, then he'd be a force ghost. Hey, so. right. he, he is in there. He's the glow. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Harrison Ford is my Leonard Nimoy of this, where I'm like, I will take a Harrison Ford who does not want to be there uh, <laughs> and still drink it up over a lot of people who do want to be there and shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's just great, but I agree with you, John. Like, if there's anybody looking for an exit plan and who has looked for one before, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah, but I do I, like that picture he posted. Like, um, there was something where he had a where he had a uh, a sign in his hand where he said, "Even though I didn't want to do this, I still was here and gave my best for all the fans because I know how much you love this character, and I did it properly and was here, you know, or something to that effect." I can't remember the exact words, but. I thought that was very uh, noble of him to do that, you know, and be like, even though I don't want to be here, I did I did what was required and did my best and showed you the character that you guys are all used to and love. Well, it sure as hell beats Expendables 3. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any sense of like when people are being like his attitude? It just strikes me as being annoying because, I mean, if it hadn't been for like these roles... Um, he could have still been, wasn't he like a carpenter before becoming an actor? Yeah, he could still yeah. be putting framing houses. I'm he not sure he'd be unhappy. He's a private guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he could be happy. Well, yeah. He struck me as drunken most of the time I've seen him lately, <laughs> though. Uh, per, I mean, the, I, I suppose that that's an analog to happy, but <laughs> I'd say a bit more <laughs> drunken than, than, than happy. <laughs> Who's to say that, that that really was a malfunction on the mal, uh, on the Millennium Falcon set here? Maybe he had just tipped back a couple too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing that I do see as a reveal on the poster, though, is that Starkiller base, and I think that's going to oh, be awesome. Oh, that thing is cool as hell. Yeah. An yeah entire... I just noticed that, and I was like, I don't know what that is, and I'm afraid to find out. Do All right, then don't. <laughs> It's like, I really want to see what an up-to-date, you know, modern design Death Star looks like. I think I got it. It's actually a a planet, you know, that they converted, so it's huge. Ah! (laughs) I hope that's a big gun. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a big gun or it's a big engine. Either way, that's terrifying. It's a giant HAL 9000 eye. There you go. Yeah. Oh, God. He'll be be walking around. Oh, no, this is an offshoot of Destiny, and that's what the Vex evolve into. <laughs> Which nobody got. Got it. Not cool. here. No, <laughs> we good. don't play Destiny. <laughs> Just if, take the notes. If you and Mad, if Mad were here, she would have got it, you know. But unfortunately, uh, she's at home right now, like listening to this podcast, going, "Oh, why Destiny. wasn't I there? There could be Destiny with Rob." Uh, oh man. And you know what? I think it's coming to the time where we should all fulfill our destiny. And rocket our way out of here 
or I should say blast our way out of here like the Millennium Falcon blasting out of Mos Eisley and call it an end of the show. We're coming up on the time. All right, gentlemen. It was a pleasure talking to y'all. It's great to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Michael, thanks a lot for coming back on the show with us. I really enjoyed chatting with you a little while, catching up on your authorship, your books, your novels, and website, and uh, geeking out with you a little bit about a few topics. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you. And uh, Rob, Lee, Jason, thanks a lot for coming on and joining us. Of course. My pleasure. And uh, Michael, so one more time. Follow him on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter. The right months. Yep. And or if you just go to my website, uh, michaelgmunz.com, that's M-U-N-Z. Um, there's links to to pretty much everywhere you can find me on the web, and also info about my books and various other weird things like why I thought Batman was possibly trying to kill me the other night. But that's, <laughs> you'll have to go to the blog for that. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Uh... A good thing to lead them there, too. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm curious. I, I, I haven't read that one. And I got one other thing, though. Um, we were at Geek Girl Con, and uh, Rob wasn't feeling so well that day, so his wife joined me, and Ra- Rachel and I ran across this guy, Stephen Poon, which I've met before at various other cons, and he does some amazing posters and T-shirts and various things where he does silhouettes of the characters and puts famous lines that the character spoke within the television show or movie within the within the uh, silhouette. Oh, yes. We saw him last year. Yes. I think you have seen him before, Rob. You're right. Well, Stephen was nice enough to give us three more posters and a T-shirt of Groot. One of the posters is Han Solo. One of the posters is from Archer. And one of the posters is from Doctor Who. And the shirt is Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, I'm going to play here at the end the Get Your Geek On at the Con with John, and uh, Stephen will have a little um, short three-minute interview kind of thing here telling us about everything, but he was so nice to give us those things that we are going to start a contest each and every episode and uh, giving away one of those items plus a few other T-shirts and various things I had collected along the way at, at a few different cons and shows. So uh, stay tuned to each episode coming up in the next five or six weeks. And every episode, I will tell you a little bit on how to get one of those items. We'll do a different one every single week. This week, I think, since honor of Star Wars, I'm going to do the Han Solo poster. And the simplest way to enter is I'm going to throw that picture up on Twitter or Facebook and all the social media and then have a contest that will show up there. So get on Facebook, get on Twitter. Subscribe, follow along, and you will see that poster up very soon with how to enter and win. Our Facebook is at Super Awesome Geek Show. Our Twitter handle is at Awesome Geek Show. But only because Super Awesome Geek Show was already taken, right? <laughs> no, it was too long to fit in the uh, in the Twitter handle. Oh, and cool. uh, you know, on iTunes, leave us a review, please. All the reviews help. We um, and on our YouTube channel, leave us some comments or reviews there. You know, everything helps and it, it boosts the ratings. And we would really, really appreciate it. There are already some really great reviews up there, and uh, I think sometime soon we might start reading some of those reviews on the air. So if you want to get a review uh, read on the air and have your little spotlight, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll we'll start doing that in future episodes. Sound good? Cool, cool. I'm at Geek Girl Con 2015 with Stephen Poon, and I'm checking out some of his stuff, the artwork that he does for OutNerdMe.com. Steve, tell us a little bit about it. 
Hi. Um, my stuff is like uh, I use quotes from movies and TV shows, and then I use like a silhouette that kind of reminds you of the show or the hero or the character themselves as the silhouette, and then I put the quotes inside the silhouette. It's very cool. He does a lot of prints and t-shirts. These things are really awesome. You know, tell me what uh, what you geek out about. Oh, right now the biggest geeky thing I'm out is uh, I just got a Han Solo blaster uh, from D44- can't remember it, but it's on Etsy and it's, uh, it's the Han Solo blaster replica. So I just got it yesterday and uh, it's 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 a good replica because it's not plastic. It's full metal, besides the scope itself. But um, yeah, can't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like <laughs> I just know it's like like I've been wanting it forever, and I've been looking online, and most of the people who sell it goes for like like the master replicas are like six thousand oh, yeah. dollars. But this guy was doing it for for four hundred, and I thought it'd be just a plastic gun. But when I got it, it was like half of it's like resin, and then the, like the gun itself is like all metal. And it's like I was just really surprised, like how heavy it was. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You big Han Solo fan? Oh yeah, I'm a huge Han fan. Like, like when I saw the new trailers. Yeah. At the very end, it's like I think he says like uh, we're back. We're, we're home back. Or we're home. Right? Oh my god! It's like I had like little tears coming out. I was like, yeah. oh, all the memories as a kid. It's coming back, you know. And yeah. he doesn't. And it's not like, like he looks good, you know. Like he, like he's back into this character, you know, like this badass, like you know mercenary guy like it, it was great i loved it yeah i can't wait for that movie man it's gonna be insane are you guys gonna be waiting in the line for it or well i hear tickets go on sale somewhere near the end of october i'm probably just gonna october? try to buy them online oh i didn't even know that i set up a fandango alert to tell me immediately but i don't know if that's a rumor or if that's a fact because i haven't seen it on any real websites but that's what i've been hearing end of october yeah because like uh me and my friends like we're already like like it's been a month already and we're all like planning to uh to all wait in line <laughs> like because like the first ones when they remade the like when the originals came back out yeah like the first 50 people got um theater edition luke skywalker action figures oh cool i didn't even know that yeah and like those were worth a hundred when they first came out i don't even know how much they are now wow. but they're theater edition so every theater had like i don't know not all of them but at least the main ones all only gave around 50 so there couldn't be too many out there yeah but like I was, i'm hoping like when a new one comes out that you will also get something like super exclusive if you're like the first 50 so that's why i want to wait in line like that's cool right <laughs> yeah that would be an awesome collectible yeah i might have to look into that to myself yeah <laughs> Well, hey, Stephen, thanks a lot for your time. Find him at OutNerdMe.com. And uh, he was generous enough to give us a few posters and a T-shirt, which we'll be doing some giveaways for, make a little contest out of it. So look for that soon. Cool, cool. Yeah, so uh, be sure to follow me at Facebook.com slash OutNerdMe. Um, I do a lot of giveaways, and I also do, like, um, a lot of custom posters, but it's based on, like, you know, uh, votes from fans to see what I should do next. So the next ones I'll have, like, is, like, uh, I'll have Thor... Um, I'll have um, Jurassic Park. I'll also have a uh, Fairless Beeler. Cool, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, be sure to follow me and uh, I do a lot of giveaways. Awesome. Thanks, Steven. Cool call. See you later. Sweet. All right, guys, thanks a lot for joining us. Keep it geeky out there, everyone. We'll talk to you later next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. been listening to the super awesome geek show with john adams jason rigdon eric lock matt b and rob clifford 
The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash kingdomofthegeeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!